Deeper Dive podcast, Catechism of the Catholic Church, in a year. Today is day number 328, and we begin with number 2566. Man is in search of God. In the act of creation, God calls every being from nothingness into existence. Crowned with glory and honor, man is, after the angels, capable of acknowledging how majestic is the name of the Lord in all the earth. Even after losing through his sin, his likeness to God, man remains an image of his creator and retains the desire for the whole one, for the one who calls him into existence. All religions bear witness to men's essential search for God. God calls man first. Man may forget his creator or hide far from his face. He may run after idols or accuse the deity of having abandoned him. Yet the living and true God tirelessly calls each person to that mysterious encounter known as prayer. In prayer, the faithful God's initiative of of love always comes first. Our own first step is always a response. As God gradually reveals himself and reveals man to himself, prayer appears as a reciprocal call, a covenant drama. Through words and actions, this drama engages the heart. It unfolds throughout the whole history of salvation. In the Old Testament, the revelation of prayer comes between the fall and the restoration of man, that is, between God's sorrowful call to his first children, Where are you? What is this that you have done? And the response of God's only Son on coming into the world, Lo, I have come to do your will, O God. Prayer is bound up with human history, for it is the relationship with God in historical events. Prayer is lived in the first place, beginning with the realities of creation. The first nine chapters of Genesis describe this relationship with God as an offering of the firstborn of Abel's flock. As the invocation of the divine name at the time of Enosh, and as walking with God. Noah's offering is pleasing to God, who blesses him and through him all creation, because his heart was upright and undivided. Noah, like Enoch before him, walks with God. This kind of prayer is lived by many righteous people in all religions. In his defectible covenant with every living creature, God has always called people to prayer, but it is above all beginning with our Father. Abraham, that prayer is revealed in the Old Testament. When God calls him, Abraham goes forth, as the Lord told him. Abraham's heart is entirely submissive to the word, and so he obeys. Such attentiveness of the heart, whose decisions are made according to God's will, is essential to prayer, while the words used count only in relation to it. Abraham's prayer is expressed first by deeds. A man of silence He constructs an altar to the Lord at each stage of his journey. Only later does Abraham's first prayer and words appear, a veiled complaint reminding God of his promises, which seemed unfulfilled. Thus, one aspect of drama of prayer appears from the beginning, the test of faith and the fidelity of God. Because Abraham believed in God and walked in his presence and in covenant with him, the patriarch is ready to welcome a mysterious guest into his tent. Abraham's remarkable hospitality at Mamre foreshadows the annunciation of the true son of the promise. After that, once God had confided his plan, Abraham's heart is attuned to the Lord's compassion for men, and he dares to intercede for them with bold confidence. As a final stage in the purification of his faith, 
Abraham, who had received the promises, is asked to sacrifice the son God had given him. Abraham's faith does not weaken. God himself will provide the lamb for a burnt offering. For he considered that God was able to raise men even from the dead. And so the father of believers is conformed to the likeness of the father, who will not spare his own son, but will deliver him up for us all. Prayer restores man to God's likeness and enables him to share in the power of God's love that saves the multitude. God renews his promise to Jacob, the ancestor of the twelve tribes of Israel. Before confronting his elder brother Esau, Jacob wrestles all night with a mysterious figure who refuses to reveal his name, but who blesses him before leaving him at dawn. From this account, the spiritual tradition of the church has retained the symbol of prayer as a battle of faith and as the triumph of perseverance. Father Jack. Thanks, Bill. You know, we, um, we're called by, by God to pray, and I think that is something that um, we can tend to mean as just as a, a command, which is fair. Um, we are called to, to pray. We are very much told with, in no uncertain terms to, to return to him. But, but also when we say we're called by God to pray, we should also see it as the movement of grace that it is, that all good things, which prayer is, start with him. So it, it's kind of one of these mysteries, right, that, that when we, um, that, that we kind of work with God, but the first movement is always going to be his. Um, and we freely choose to follow after it. The first prompting, though, is one of grace. Why? Because uh, you don't talk to somebody you don't know is there, right? And to have faith, it needs to be a grace. And so it's not it's not absolutely off the wall to, to recognize this reality, um, but rather we just acknowledge that it is God who has called us to this moment. But we see in the Old Testament several really great and basic truths of how prayer works, and one of which is that prayer is always in time. Um, no matter what it is, it's it's always God coming into history, uh, whether it is walking with God or whether it is the the you know kind of back and forth with Abraham or or even later with Moses. You know, you have this recognition that that God, the Eternal One, has broken into time. He has broken through the infinite into the finite. And that is something that we kind of need to still recognize that every minor moment of prayer, you know, seemingly minor moment of prayer of, of, of turning to him is a huge moment actually cosmically that it is a huge moment of grace that he who has no business being part of the, 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 the minutia of our life decided to and, and desires to, um, what we see in the old Testament is that, uh, that we're called to have a faith that God is true to his word, that when he offers a promise, it is real, full, and lasting, that uh, that whenever he says anything, if he says it will be, it will be so. And so we look to, uh, firstly, and amongst the, the following examples as well from the Old Testament, Abraham, our, who we refer to in the Eucharistic prayer as our father in faith, because he is uh, trusting in God's word that he will fulfill his first promise, he'll fulfill his second promise, he'll fulfill the third promise, he will fulfill all that he has said to us, that, um, that we're called to, to this greatness, this, this great reality, that uh, a relationship with the living God, a relationship with a God who is true to his word, a relationship with God, the same God who created us, redeems us, and desires us to be united with him. 